0: Leading Grace, a listener-supported podcast from the Free Grace Alliance about working together to take the gospel of God's grace to the world.
1: Welcome, fellow Free Gracers. I'm your host, Grant Holly, and I'm here with my friend, Drew Freeman of Village Ministries International, which is an FGA member mission organization that's doing a lot of great work around the world. Say hi, Drew. Hey. How's it going? Well, pretty good. Um, As always, things are always busy. Good. Glad to have you on with us today. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor. Thank you. So, uh, Drew, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family.
0: Well, I uh, uh, to get started, I and I ended up with a degree in business management. Ended up in the hotel business four or five years. Uh, then went into the real estate business. and Then felt the call, went to seminary uh, for three years in Tulsa. Tulsa Seminary of Biblical Languages and uh uh was married for 54 years my ri- wife uh recently passed away oh, i'm sorry brother sorry grant <laughs> usually get through that pretty well but anyway <laughs> but married 54 years had two kids um had uh uh my daughter had one son, he's thirty now. And then uh I've got two other grandkids my son had that's uh one's sixteen, the other's thirteen. Mm-hmm. And um anyway, that's kinda the the history of the family. Been a pastor for uh forty five years now. Wow. Wow. Been at Trendy Bible Church in Oklahoma City for uh 30 since 91 so that's 32 years been pastor
1: there so um yeah been a long time so that's kind of where i am so drew how did you come to believe in free grace theology well i
0: guess uh that's what i have always believed in before i ever heard the term free grace um i went to uh tulsa seminary and basically you could say we were free grace it had uh we had some dallas guys that uh, were our primary teachers and um they were not uh they were not three-point or five-point calvinists or anything and uh, we went through and looked at it and i, I just i thought this has got to be the right way so that's hmm. and we like vmi has been that way since before there was a term to go with it so i guess i can say i've always
1: believed that since i got into uh since i started the ministry so that's great so who are maybe some of your influences uh with free grace theology
0: well um there was a dr glenn carnegie was the president of the seminary (laughs) and uh he's since gone to be with the lord um had uh John Idesmo is one of our teachers. A guy named Bob Lewis was one of our teachers. He's, he's, uh, been to several FGA meetings and things. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Phil Heidemann had multiple guys that were, uh, of the same ilk of, uh, volitional response to the gospel. And, uh, once you did, you were forever safe. So that's great. Yeah. So, So did you grow up a Christian? I grew up in a Pentecostal church. Uh, I don't know if I, you know, I, I suspect I was saved all along. I never had any doubts about who Jesus was and his substitutionary death for me. Just no doubts. I remember at a Bible church down in Houston, I heard the gospel clearly, uh, probably for the first time without anything added to it. And I remember thinking, yeah, I've not I've not just gone, you know, purely in front of the throne and you know, Lord turned my life upside down <clears throat> shortly thereafter. <laughs> so <laughs> that that may have been the time I got saved. I was a uh, general manager of a hundred and fifty unit hotel in downtown Texas at the time, Houston, Texas. So, you know, things got
1: flipped around and And that's the way the Lord does things. Yeah, great. So uh, tell us about VMI. Like, what do you guys do? Well, VMI um, started uh, over 30
0: years ago with a cassette tape from a pastor out in Arkansas. And an electrician in in Nigeria picked it up on the black market because he fancied himself a musician. And he decided to he was going to record over it. So he, um, instead decided to listen to the tape before he recorded over it and, um, got a very clear grace message from that, from that pastor and, um, he was raised Catholic. So he started arguing with him and this is back in the mid nineties and they, um, went back and forth by snail mail, which was a four to six week turnaround for a year or something and he basically i think got saved then he started uh, planting churches and he said we need somebody to come teach us and he um, there was a summer camp in arkansas that uh, took up an offering and sent two guys over there to uh, uh, talk to him one was the pastor that had uh uh, the tape originally got over there on the black mm-hmm. market. And the other one was a guy that founded uh, Glenhaven youth ranch and worked with trouble use for a while. And he started Africa village ministries and okay. um, out of that. And then out of that grew Russia village ministries and then India village ministries. And finally it was village ministries international. Cause it was just exp- expanding too much.
1: Mm-hmm. And then uh, like, what do you guys do now? Well, we we were trying to uh, uh,
0: meet the pastors where they were, and so we started looking for materials to provide them. So, as it to send a four man crew over there for two weeks is a whole lot of money, uh, as as you know. And so we started looking for materials that we could we could print and give away, uh, because um uh, there are plenty of materials but they cost money Mm -hmm. and nobody was really willing to freely give them in the quantities we thought so we wrote our own book um it's called foundations here in the states uh we've got it in different names different countries uh mostly for security reasons and it is a uh complete walk through the bible basic theology um definitions of what does propitiation mean and, and things like that. And, um, words blessed it. It's, it's in over over 30 languages now, and we've just started a new one, um, uh, in way Northeast India. And, um, we've got it in Arabic Mandarin, Wow. Uh, you name it and we we actually don't have everything up on our website again for security reasons because we, um, we have representatives in nine countries and seven are persecuted areas so we're very cautious about um, getting too much out mm-hmm. too fast so C- can you share the couple that are not in persecuted areas uh, Nicaragua Okay. Uh, and the Philippines, Great. of course. If you get to uh, Mindanao in the Philippines, then you're just you're in a bad spot too. But I uh-huh. mean, uh, those are two of our guys. One of them actually is uh, you know Mark Perkins. Mark uh-huh. is one of our as joined in with VMI and he's in Tahiti. He's in that, you know, that real rough place to Yeah, poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) Actually it is because it's mostly pagan. (laughs) Okay. When they were landing the last evangelical group was leaving. So I mean it was yeah, it's God's timing is just Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. So uh, but that's pretty well what we do. We try to provide, uh, the books. Uh, the first thing that they need is a Bible. Mm-hmm. And if they haven't, um, if they don't have a Bible We we be, sh- we're sure that they get one, uh, mm-hmm. get one in their language. And then we'll try to do an introduction, uh, two, three, four days, uh, to the foundation's book. We'll frequently leave, um, uh, leave every uh, attendee of the conference with uh, maybe even 10 to 20 books, depending on what country we're in. If they will agree before they come to teach the material uh, to their village denomination, church leaders, if they'll agree to teach it. And so uh, it's spread and multiplied a lot that way we've been we've been
1: awestruck by what the lord has done with it well that's great yeah so i've got a um a question i'll ask you later off the off the podcast about um, a certain country because i've got some people that are looking for fellowship and you may have some people there that we can connect them with
0: we'll see (laughs) we'll see (laughs)
1: right um so tell us about your time with vmi do you have some stories you'd like to share or anything like that
0: well, uh, I, this first of this month, I was with him 25 years. So wow. I, I was a bivocational pastor. I basically painted houses and did remodels while pastoring all, all the years. And, um, we started looking at writing this book and, uh, we're given a grant by, uh, by a man and we were able to uh i was able to put aside the painting and uh focus on the book and it took us three years to get the book written field tested adjusted edited and we're trying to take all of the uh, all the oklahoma idioms out of it of which i've got many 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 things sure. that that we Okies understand and nobody else does. So we, mm-hmm. we had to edit those out to make it easy to translate. And um, I've been uh, blessed just to be a part of VMI mm-hmm. because we have, um, uh, well, the, the number of foundations books that have gone out worldwide that have just been given away. Uh, We're we're in somewhere in excess of 300,000 of them that have gone out in these languages, and we've also got some partners we work with that provide Bibles in some areas. So in the last 10 years, we've given out probably a quarter of a million Bibles free of charge, and we get them, provide them, because foundations without the Bible is uh, useless. It's not useless, but everything in foundations makes someone go back to the Bible and see what it says. That's the way we've designed it. So, mm-hmm. uh, some of the things that, that, uh, we've run into, um, you know, my very first trip was to, uh, India mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> um, it's, it's been interesting to kind of see how that has grown. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you go in and you teach, you teach native pastors who don't have a lot of education usually. And our, our audience is a village pastor that doesn't have training anywhere else. And, um, it's, it's been amazing. We We went into Africa one time, had 500 pastors show up at a conference, and 300 of them didn't have a full Bible. Wow. Some of them didn't even know there was an Old Testament. So, wow. <clears throat> you know, our first objective, get them a Bible and get it in their hands. And, you know, that's one of the interesting things that has happened because some pastors we ran into a different parts of the world would come to conferences and take notes and they go home and teach the notes they didn't have a bible to uh-huh. uh to work with so that's never a good idea uh just if, if you're a pastor but i you hand it to them because they're using what they got they're using what the lord provides so they're where it's it's always a humbling experience when you go to a village or a village church or or some little meeting place in the middle of the jungle and um, people have walked for two days to get there you know and it's it's hard here we're so spoiled in the united states that oh it's raining outside i think (laughs) i don't want to go to church today or you know and people around the world as i know you've run into seem to be hungry for the word Mm -hmm. and um it's been a it's been a real joy to be able to help provide them with that and some teaching that they can take back to their congregations and use right away so um, anyway i could go on for days about that i don't know (laughs) how much time you have here but um we've yeah
1: keep going I'd, i'd like to hear a little more
0: well we've we have um Well, let's see. Where do I? I've got to be careful because I don't want to Mm -hmm. say on online everywhere we are. But we've been. uh, uh, We usually run into when we're teaching pastors, uh, especially we usually run into um, uh, the biggest problem we face is the assurance of salvation. Right, and they invariably want to add a work to salvation Mm -hmm. and it can be any number of things i was in uh, siberia one time Mm -hmm. and um, we went into a church and we're actually there in by invitation of the superintendent to teach a group of baptist pastors Mm -hmm. the, the security of the believer oh wow And we, we got in there and he didn't tell them why we were there. Okay. And so we're eating lunch before the conference begins. we've got 50 of them from this Baptist group. We've got 50 of them from this Baptist group. And, (laughs) and one of them said, well, what are you going to teach? And we said, well, we've got a lot of things we're going to teach. And one of them said, Well, as long as it's not eternal security, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and and we all just kind of went, Oh yeah. And we just looked at each other. So we need a quick meeting before we start this thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so
0: we basically I thought, how are we gonna do this? And what we decided to do was um Teach them uh, Lewisberry Schaefer's 36 things you receive at salvation. Mm-hmm. We've expanded it to 50, but we decided we're going to teach them everything they get at salvation. Wow. And it was so neat because uh these were Baptists. I mean, you've been reconciled to God. And we started getting the amens, and I made their amen, <laughs> <laughs> all these points, and, and kind of like a revival meeting going on. And then when we got done, we said... Now, which one of these things is will god take back wow and they they, they just went deer in the headlights that's an oklahoma term by the way uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and uh that no answer it just got real quiet mm-hmm. it said somebody got a bible and of course they're always yeah and i said read romans eleven twenty nine. 29. And they said, the gifts and calling of God are irrevocable. I said, isn't salvation a gift? And they said, yes. (laughs) What does this, what does the verse say? What does the Bible say? And um, about 30 of them, we think out of that 50, which is a real high percentage, at least gave it some real good consideration that's great um we later went into one other churches which was a which was a old movie theater that they had rented we pulled up outside and there was only our car and one other car parked in front of this old movie theater and uh went into the movie theater and it was packed and there were people everywhere and and um we uh so they said wanted us to teach. We taught and got up there. And I, I very seldom ever give an altar call, uh, and and so I said, now if if you've accepted Christ for the first time, okay, mm-hmm. I said I don't do this, but it's it's between you and Him right now in silent prayer. You make that decision, and if if you did, we'd like for you to come on up so we can welcome you to the family. Mm. and a lady came up and we thought well great and then the pastor got hold of her and basically sent her back because they their legalisms are to the point that you have to walk the aisle twice Mm. or you couldn't possibly have been saved well and so i thought well the lord got her anyway (laughs) because yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) but that's that's one what well, just one of the things another um uh, area we were called to this is not a persecuted area but the republic of georgia wow. up just to the west of iran located in that area mm-hmm. and um it was kind of interesting because we used to do summer camps in a old uh USSR area that'll stay unnamed, and uh-huh. we did kid summer camps. Well, there's a guy that got saved there as a kid. He went on to seminary, and uh, he's pastored a church. He knew these people in in Georgia, and they said um, uh, one of the bishops came to him and said, "We got a problem here." Uh, because there were, and again, it was a Baptist association. Mm-hmm. People who should believe in the security of the believer, if any, if anybody does. Mm-hmm. And they went. Uh, there's four bishops, and one of them they had sent to Oxford or Cambridge or something like that, and uh, he got over there and got all this liberal theology. Mm-hmm. and he came back in and the next thing you know they were wanting to to do homosexual weddings and uh everything and mm-hmm. this bishop that said no this is all wrong it's not biblical knew this this other this other gentleman and he said you need to call VMI uh-huh. because we work been working on uh <clears throat> the, the second foundations book the first one's building in the faith. The second one is defending the faith, and it's a very basic apologetics uh, book that, for people been through any seminary, you know, they know cos- all the different arguments for the existence of God and things. Sure. And so, they called us and said, "Is there any way you can come over and uh, uh, th- this one bishop and teach teach my pastors?" Mm-hmm. And we managed to get over there. I mean, just the grace of God. We stayed in a ski lodge they used for the filming of one of the James Bond movies. So it was it was really kind of cool uh, the, where we were, but it was um that's just the type of thing that that you know BMI gets called in to do and and that's kind of special events yeah. in our
1: ministry. So, wow. Wow, well, that's also cool. Thank yeah. you for sharing those things. Oh, you're very welcome. So, for our listeners, um, I know that there's probably some people out there that, who want to help VMI. So, how can they do that? Primary thing we ask for is prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, if they if they
0: want to donate, that we accept those because that's how all the books get printed that we're able to give freely away. And mm-hmm. so, uh, VillageMinistries.org is our website and um you know they're free to send in a contribution um there's several things that they can earmark it for we're an ecfa member so anyway however it's earmarked is how it's going to be used Mm -hmm. um and but uh prayer is a big thing that's what we ask for because this is all what god has done in answer to prayer and we we try to keep our names out of it as much as possible but there's got to be a face that goes with some of these things so we know that so anyway do you have a a prayer email list or anything like that we do they can um, go on the website and request to be put on (laughs) the notification list we have emergency prayer request um that we send out occasionally when one of our missionaries gets in trouble, uh, needs some help, a sick family member, whatever. And then we send out a, uh, note to that, uh, prayer list. And, um, uh, you know, it's purely voluntary. Um, if you want to, if you want the, the monthly newsletter that comes out, we have, um, uh, real nice looking newsletter comes out once a month with with some bleeps of some stories in it mm-hmm. um, sometimes you get faces bleeped out because of where, where they are so sure. <laughs> you know but that's some uh, real neat little updates that, that come out and so anyway you know we, uh,
1: we need people to pray is the big thing that's great and you said the website is VillageMinistries.org? org. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's really been a pleasure. Grant, it's been it's been my
0: pleasure. Um, it's uh, it's always fun to visit somebody that loves the Lord and wants to tell everybody about Him. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. Likewise. Likewise. Been an honor. Been an honor. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. To our listeners, thanks for joining us today. This weekend we'll be having a regional conference at Grace Bible Church in Portage, Wisconsin on the subject of rewards. I'll be joined there by Jody Dillo and Jeremy Vance. On June 19th through 30th, I'll be in Ghana for three regional conferences with Mark Haywood, Willie Gaines, Asari Chapefour, and others. On September 9th, we'll be having a regional conference at Burleson Bible Church in Burleson, Texas. And on October 9th through 11th is our annual international conference. This year will be at Life Point Church in Reisterstown, Maryland, which is in the greater Baltimore area. Registration will be available soon at FreeGraceAlliance.com.
0: Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you would like to become a member of the Free Grace Alliance or to support FGA in its efforts to share grace graciously, you can do that and learn more about FGA at FreeGraceAlliance.com.